0: This is part two of the self-heal program. If you haven't already done so, please go back and listen to part one as it lays the foundation for the program. So let's talk a little bit about phase two. First, we have health. Then we have empower. And then we have alignment. And then we have love. So the H in heal is health. As people who have survived or lived through trauma. I don't really like the term survivor. So I'm not going to use that. But if that's a term that you're comfortable with, go for it. I kind of prefer the, the lived through the experience. But the word survivor doesn't really feel right to me. So use whatever term feels best for you. So what I've found is oftentimes folks who have been through and lived through trauma or multiple traumas tend to have health issues or don't pay attention to our health or haven't learned how to pay attention to our health or learned proper practices to be able to pay attention to our health and care for ourselves. This is really important because what we take into our bodies, what we do to our bodies, really impacts how we feel day to day. And so our self-care is critical in doing that. And I will be the first to admit, I am not the best at self-care. I did not really learn the best techniques for self-care growing up. I didn't really understand the concept of self-care until I got to like college and I was starting to work with a psychologist and he was like, well, what about your self-care? And I was like, say what? (laughs) And I mean, I had no idea what he was even talking about. And then over time, I've learned self-care, but I'm still honestly not the best. I think it's kind of like an ongoing journey. I've gotten to a point now where I'm trying as of relatively recently to eat much healthier and exercise more regularly, but there's also other aspects of your self-care. In this phase, we're going to look at health and we're going to assess your current physical health, but also we're going to look at your energetic health. And I don't mean how much energy you have on a day-to-day basis. That's certainly that's part of it. But what I'm talking about is that mind-body connection your energetic health? Are you drawing energetic boundaries? Do you feel like you're taking on the energy of other people? We can very easily take on other people's energy and mistake it for our own and and other people's feelings for that matter too. And think, oh, well, this this is mine. This is my energy. And it's really not. So part of it is assessing what is yours? What is other people's? And then how is that impacting you physically? How is that impacting you even emotionally? All of it really goes into health. A lot of this stuff is is integrated. And then one of the things that we'll focus on is learning and integrating self-care practices into your day-to-day life. Self-care is something that we go and we highly neglect every day. So Something for me is having a timeout every day. I am an avid swimmer. I love to swim. It is my place and my space. For me, swimming is it. I get in the pool. I just lap it out. And it's like I don't even have to think because my body is so used to swimming that I I just go. And I feel like... I feel like I'm just flying through the water. It is just, it's such a beautiful transcendent experience for me. So it's about finding what is transcendent for you and then what things will actually work for you. What I found with self-care is you really have to find things and incorporate things on a day-to-day that work with you and work with your life. And if they don't work with you and they don't work with your life, you're not gonna do them. Next is the E. So the E stands for empower. In this area, we'll talk about how to set energetic, verbal, and physical boundaries people who have lived through traumatic experiences. We may have gone to therapy. We may have learned how to verbally communicate. We may have even learned how to set up physical boundaries. We may have had to get restraining orders or other types of things, or we may have had to move across the country or move to another locale in order to Have those physical boundaries, or even just boundaries within a house of having your own room. And we may have learned to vocalize our boundaries, or we may not have. I'm still working on that. I know that that's a work in progress. And there's moments where you can set verbal boundaries, and you without like yelling or getting really upset or or having a lot of negative energy. So we'll be talking about how to set verbal boundaries and these physical boundaries in ways that are, are representative of you and who you are and not things that make you extend beyond yourself. And then also we're going to learn how to look at and set energetic boundaries. We could take on other people's energy. Again, it's about like learning what's yours and what's somebody else's. And then How do we set those energetic boundaries so that other people's energy doesn't come and interfere with our energy? And then really discovering how to advocate for yourself. And that could be in multiple environments. I'll give you an example of a pet. And this is kind of funny. I had this chocolate lab and he was 75 pounds. And I love this boy. His name was Snickers. Passed last summer and, and I'm very heartbroken over it and just... But, but also there's a part of me that is really relieved in some ways because this boy, and I don't know if you all know anything about labs, but they're very, very suction cup to you. This boy would not leave me alone, like ever. He had to be touching me. He had to be with me. I could not go to the bathroom on my own. I could not take a shower. I could not do anything without him being right there so you can imagine with COVID and having to be at home all the time I had this 75 pound dog attached to me I couldn't handle something touching me all the time so who knows maybe you have that with a child or you have that with a pet but I had to learn how to advocate for myself with my dog as funny as it sounds but I've also had to advocate for myself in many other environments. We'll talk about those and talk about what is comfortable for you. It is all about figuring out what works for you and what feels good and what feels comfortable and what feels like something that you can embrace. So the next step is alignment. This is where we're going to Identify your core values. What is truly important to you as a person? And that's going to be very different probably for everybody because we all value different things. And then we're going to really focus on aligning those core values with your intuition. Aligning your thoughts and your emotions with that little tiny voice that we might drown out. But it's there. Trust me, it's there. We're going to find it. We're going to recognize it. What is it that is really, really important to me? That is learning how to trust your intuition. And we're going to not only trust our intuition from our heads, we're going to trust our intuition within our bodies energetically. And then it's learning how to recognize and regulate Your emotions. So it's about becoming so aware of your different states, right, that you go through every single day. And then it's also monitoring our emotions and really learning about how to recognize those emotions. Because if we can recognize those emotions and stay present with those emotions, then we have much more control over those emotions and how we feel. And just think about that, having control over your emotions and your perceptions and what you think about things and how you cope with things. That to me, as someone who has lived through trauma, sounds like complete liberation and freedom to be able to regulate myself and to not, Feel so out of control with my emotions. That is a critical step to the healing process. That's actually how I got to where I am right now, talking to you. For many years, I went to school, I got a PhD, and then I worked and worked and worked and worked like crazy, and I was actually working so hard and all the time, and then I just realized, like, look, this is not aligning with who I am. This is not aligning with how I feel inside. I want to be doing something else. I want to be doing something that is meaningful, something that is going to help people and have an impact and leave a legacy in this world. I started to align with all of that and align with that energy. And the more and more I do it because I'm still doing it, the better I feel because I'm doing what is now within me, as opposed to doing what people told me to do for many years. The last step really wraps up the whole self-heal process. And I have to say, I absolutely love this step. And it's not going to surprise you that the last step is love. So the L is love. This is where everything comes together, and it's just so beautiful and wonderful and warm. And I like to think of my hands up in the air, and my chest expanded wide, and my energy expanded wide. And I'm looking up at the sun, and I'm feeling the rays of sun come down out in a beautiful green field, and I'm just totally expanded. And just absolutely at peace. And this is where we integrate your core values and your intuition into your daily life. Where you use your intuition or your inner self to guide you in your day-to-day life. And this is the most beautiful, beautiful practice and peace is when you can learn how to integrate. And it it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. And it it does require a conscious effort at first. But my experience, at least, the more you do it, the easier it becomes, and the more expansive and beautiful it becomes. We're also going to look at ways to love yourself that work for you. So if that is like Posting post-its up on your mirror that you look at every day to brush your hair or brush your teeth. For a while, I actually did that. I would put down my own affirmation. It's like whatever ways that you identify with and that feel good to you and that you are able to test with your intuition and they resonate with that intuition and with that energy and also within your mind and with your body. Those are things that we're going to look at. And then also making a plan for your self-care and self-love. We plan out everything else in our lives. I have a daughter. I plan to take her to volleyball. I plan when I'm going to bring her home, what I'm going to feed her for dinner, and what time she needs to get to bed, and what she needs to do for her homework, and all of these different things. We just constantly plan, 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 plan. When do we actually plan for our self-care and self-love? This is the most important thing of your day is your self-care and your self-love. And yet it's something that we never do. I want to be there with you to uh, talk about that plan and talk about it in community and and develop a plan to help you with maintaining your self-care and love. That wraps up part two of the Self Heal program. Next week, we're going to be discussing what trauma is. So, if you're interested in learning more about the program, please find me on Facebook at Wellness Life 360 and join our Self Heal After Trauma movement. Please also like us and share this podcast with anyone who wants to heal from trauma.